You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Big shout-out, as always, if you're listening live on iHeartRadio, on TuneIn Radio, or if you're watching us live on YouTube right now on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube live stream. Check this out. We've got 49,000 subscribers there. If you could tell a friend to tell a friend, we get up over 50. That would be real dope. Just hit that like button right there as we go into week nine helping you win your leagues and win that cash i got my man chris bavona the manimal with me he's on the ones and twos it is a football friday we got a lot to get into i'm gonna give you the practice reports around the nfl as usual okay to see who's trending in the right direction who's trending in the wrong direction who you need to get out of your lineups and who those replacements might be it is a friday so we're gonna talk about the home dogs i always tell you about that home dog trend and boy did it kick off in a big way yesterday at MetLife Stadium as the New York J-E-T-S Jets 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 won outright as a home dog I'm going to tell you what I think about the other home dogs this week some of the big spreads out there we got a poll question up that are asking you right now who do you think has the best chance to win outright Giants plus three and a half against the Rams Niners plus two and a half against the Arizona Cardinals Packers plus two in a Monday night football matchup or is it the Dolphins plus three on Sunday night football we're gonna cover all that and also i'm gonna be joined by my man chris venture the analyst a little bit later on we're gonna give out our dfs lineups for week nine i like my lineup i just broke it down with tony sincata on lineup lock live and we're also gonna hear from you we are going to open up the phone lines a little bit later on in the show it is 844-843-6879 as we get everybody ready for week nine of the fantasy football season listen if you're four and four right now Boy, do you need a win. This is when some teams start to stamp themselves as contenders. This is a huge bye week. Six teams have a bye. A lot of studly teams with offensive potential. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on a bye. The New England Patriots are on a bye. People are going to be asking about Zeke Elliott. People are going to be asking about Jay Ajayi. People are going to be asking about how do I play the Deshaun Watson injury. I'm ready for you. Holler at me now at 844-843-6. Eight seven nine. We got the poll question up. We got my recap of Thursday night football. We got practice reports. We got DFS lineups. We got diamonds and fugazis, and we have you. But Bavona, I got to tell you something. I was on Best Friends Forever filling in for the guys, Mike Florio and Frank Stanfill, and I heard some of the people who I consider to be part of the hashtag Stats Over Beats Cipher calling into other shows. I don't know how I feel about that. Bavona, you may have to do a little therapy with me. I'm not sure how I feel about it. I hope everybody is down with the cypher because we are coming back dropping stats over beats. It is the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know I love you, but Taco, Pete in Staten Island, what's good? I hope I hear from you later on. Come on right back. 
Hey, I'm Frank Sample, and here is Greg Sussman of the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. What can you tell me about the DKMS Big Game Challenge? All you need to do is answer four trivia questions correctly, and you are going to the big game in Minnesota on February 4th. How do I get involved? Keep listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day and find out what we're playing. The showtime changes, so make sure you're always locked and loaded. I'm in. And you can be in, too. Just make sure you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network every day up until the big game, because we're trying to give away tickets for you in Minnesota. It's the Big Game Trivia Challenge, sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Yo, till I collapse, I'm going to be bringing you this fantasy football hot like fire. We are so hot that we sweat steam, blowing up like you know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, Beef and Spittin' Statistician. Let's get back to the fantasy freestyle because we have a big football Friday. Let's go around the league. And all the hullabaloo of the Zeke Elliott and the trading deadline stuff, check this out. Did you see that yesterday Pierre Garçon was sent to IR with that neck injury? Okay, that means that uh, they don't have many weapons at all in San Francisco. I actually think it's going to be time for the San Francisco 49ers to turn it on over to the kids. I think eventually we're going to see some Matt Burrito. We're going to see some George Kittle. But we will not be seeing Pierre Garçon for the rest of the season. He is sent to IR on San Francisco. Listen, the Texans have uh, added Matt McGloin and TJ Yates, a former Texan. No mention of Colin Kaepernick, as you know. And also, check this out. Not this week, but next week, Charles Clay is on track to return for uh, Week 10 against the Saints. I think that's a very interesting stash a week ahead of time. This Buffalo Bills offense is going to look very different in about two weeks. And I'm going to tell you uh, what I think about that as it evolves. But I'm high on one Tyrod Taylor now that he actually has some weapons. All right. Also, not practicing today. Not looking good for their outlook on Sunday. The Black Unicorn did not practice with that shoulder injury. Doesn't look like he's going to go and be a nice little safety blanket to uh, Brett Hundley as they take on the Lions on Monday Night Football. Jamison Crowder didn't go either. Okay. And this is a big one. I thought Jamison Crowder was primed to have a good game this week as the kind of slot guy against the Legion of Boom. And also with the offensive line being banged up in Washington, I thought this set up for Jamison Crowder. Instead, I'll show you where else I go now that I'm going to be giving you my DFS lineup later on in the show. Marquise Lee also did not practice. This might be a chance for D.D. Westbrook to shine as he gets a chance with Jacksonville. He's coming back off the pup list. Limited Rob Kelly will be a questionable guy. And in Baltimore, a lot of questionables. Joe Flacco coming back from the concussion protocol. Mike Wallace with a back injury. Jeremy Macklin with a shoulder. I ask you, though, why would you invest in the Ravens' offense anyway? The only people I like on the Ravens' offense is now the River Dancer, the Irish Jig, Alex Collins. Remember, with his quick feet, uh, they talked about that in their televised game last Thursday night. Um, removed from the injury report, Leonard Fournette is good to go against Cincinnati. He Remember, off the bye, he's going to be good to go right back as an RB1. Lamar Miller is removed from the injury report. They say he is good to go, although I, I'm very interested to see what this Houston Texans offense looks like without Deshaun Watson. What are they going to really do? Are they going to force feed D-Hop? Are they going to let the kid Dante Foreman play a little bit more? I think this is a very interesting week to see what happens with the Texans. And also in Philadelphia, they're saying Zach Ertz will in fact play. Remember, he showed up on the injury report yesterday with a hammy. He's going to be fine. He's going to go for week nine. Also, we may see the return of Ronald Darby. In the backfield, which I think is very interesting for the Philadelphia Eagles. As remember, their their weakness was on the back half in the secondary. They traded for Ronald Darby. He's going to be back, it looks like, this week for the Philadelphia Eagles. The strong gets stronger with the additions of, you know, Darby coming back and Jay Ajayi as well. Studio 34, you know what it is. Also out, though, Jordan Reed is going to be out. 
You need to fire up Vernon Davis in that matchup. Instead, Albert Wilson is going to be out, it looks like, as well for the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, I'm telling you about Thursday night football. All right, and, and it was a lot of fun. We had Florio on. We had Stamfel on. We had my guy Benny Riccardi. We had Gabe Morency. It sounds like they had a lot of fun, and my Jets under five ticket is not looking so good anymore, I must say. But I got to tell you, here are my takeaways from last night as the Jets, uh, you know, Put it on them. Got their fourth win of the season. Maybe Austin Safarian Jenkins is not sustainable. Everyone's like talking about trading. Like I have Zach Ertz and Austin Safarian Jenkins. Maybe I could flip Zach Ertz because I have ASJ. I don't know if that's a viable strategy anymore. I was thinking he was getting these targets, getting these targets. But you know, you can't be saddled with a two for twenty or risk that kind of outing when you're going into the fantasy playoffs. So keep an eye out on that. I told you I'm very excited about Tyrod Taylor moving forward. He put up I think three touchdowns last night. And let me tell you something. When you got a top five running back, when you have when you're gonna have Kelvin Benjamin as a prototypical X outside wide receiver, when you have Jordan Matthews as your Y moving the chains, you have Zay Jones in the slot, you have returning Charles Clay, you have the number three or four defense in the NFL in terms of points per game. I really like Tyrod Taylor. He's a top ten fantasy quarterback anyway, doesn't turn the ball over much, has running potential himself, and now he's accumulating weapons the Buffalo for the Buffalo Bills. I love Tyrod Taylor moving forward. A lot of people hit me up on Twitter and they're like, Who should I I target at quarterback. The answer for me moving forward is Tyrod Taylor. I think he is ascending. He's going to be a diamond in the rough. You also got hooked up last night if you had Matt Forte. He got in the end zone a couple of times. Bilal Powell had a decent game, also ripped off some big runs, but uh, Matt Forte and Bilal Powell are back as this committee. The Elijah McGuire nonsense is over. Okay. It's Friday, so what we do here on the Fantasy Freestyle on Fridays, we talk about the home dogs, okay? Let me tell you something. If you're a fan of the show, dilly dilly, if you call in and whatnot, um, I've been talking about the home dogs all season long. I say this is a trend you got to play. The Jets made this trend 1-0 and yesterday, okay? There's a couple of home dogs I want to give you my take on. The home dogs are the Giants plus 3.5 versus the Rams, the Niners plus 2.5 versus the Cardinals, the Packers plus 2.5 against the Lions, and the Dolphins plus 3 against the Oakland Raiders on Sunday night. I think you can lay the points with the Rams. I think the Rams are going to come in and score a boatload of points against the Giants. The Giants have Janoris Jenkins suspended this week, and I, you know, I don't know about this. Okay, Janoris Jenkins has been a model citizen for this team for the last year and a half, okay? But... Now, McAdoo, I think he's just trying to, like, assert his power. I'm not sure about this. I think that locker room is unraveling as the Giants are not uh, up to expectations. The Rams, however, have something to play for. They have an improving Wade Phillips defense. I would lay the points. I like the Rams traveling and all that against the New York Giants. I think they win by going away, to be quite honest, more than a touchdown. The 49ers are getting two and a half at home against the Arizona Cardinals. The last time they played, remember, this game went into overtime. I think it was 15-12 to 12 or something like that. It was 12-12, and then, the, and then the Cardinals scored in overtime, the only touchdown of the game. It was a field goal contest, and that was with Carson Palmer at quarterback. Granted, that was in, and that was in Arizona. This one is in San Francisco, and you're telling me that Drew Stanton is a road favorite? I don't think so, okay? I'm going to make this my underdog play of the week. Give me the Niners getting points. I don't know if they win their first game of the year, but this is a game that's got 13-12 written all over it, 14-13 written all over it. And when the points when the points are low, two and a half points actually could mean something. Give me the Niners. When it comes to the Packers and the Lions, 
I just don't buy Brett Hundley right now. And he, I understand he has these weapons. He has Jordy Nelson. He has Devontae Adams. He has Ty Montgomery. He has the you know revelation that is Aaron Jones. But um, give me the Lions. I think the Lions are the team that grinds it out. I think the Lions are the team. I like Matt Stafford as the better quarterback. Their defense is a little bit improved. Golden Tate is back healthy. I like the Lions to go into Lambeau. This crowd is not will, will not be, as I think it's Al Michaels likes to say, in full throat. I don't think they're going to be in full throat as much, especially if the Lions get up early. This defense can pin their ears back, and then Ziggy Ansa and the boys can try to rush the passer. I like the Lions. I would lay the points. So usually I like the home dogs, right? I told you about the Jets last night because I was going against the people. Um, I like the Niners as a home dog. I'm going to take the points with the Lions. I'm going to lay the points with the Rams. And then the Dolphins and the uh, Raiders. Give me the Dolphins. At home, plus three. I think the Oakland Raiders have some issues. Remember I've been saying I've been fading Amari Cooper all year. This is their back-to-back road games in Oakland. Also, they did not go across the country. They stayed in Florida after their last game. Um, They were in Florida all week. They have a little bit of a narrative around Marshawn Lynch. Were they out partying? I don't know. I think that uh, um, you know, with the move of trading away Jay Ajayi, I think they're trying to rekindle the spirit in the locker room. Give me the home Dolphins plus three points. So the home dogs this week, I like the Dolphins, and I like the 49ers. I'm laying the points with the Rams and the Lions. Right now, we also have a poll question up that's saying this, asking the same thing. 33% of you think that the Packers could win outright. That's not one of the ones I like. And then 25% say Niners and Dolphins. Interestingly enough, we got a response from Clayton Trahan, as usual, and they say, uh, this is one of the few winnable games remaining for San Francisco. I agree. Gurley will run all over the Giants. I agree. Detroit can end Green Bay season. I agree. And Miami isn't a good team, but I still think I like them in that home spot against Oakland. One more note on this that I thought was interesting. At the beginning of the week, Houston was a 12.5-point favorite at home against the Colts. If you, because you know I don't like those double-digit lines, I take the underdog every time and I take the 12.5 points. Now that line has moved to 7 because of the loss of Deshaun Watson. So if you jumped on it early on and you are holding a Colts plus 12.5 or plus 13 ticket, I like that a lot, okay? So hopefully you hopped on it early, but, you know, I would still get it right now if you want to know the God's honest truth. When we come back here on the Fantasy Freestyle, we're going to be joined by my guy, Chris, the analyst Ventra. All right, we're going to talk DFS. I'm going to give you my DFS fan duel lineup. So is Ventra. And then later on in the show, we're going to open up the phone lines at 844-843-6879. I feel a little bit dirty because I think people were cheating on me this morning, but hopefully they come on back dilly-dilly and enter the cypher as we drop stats over beats right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. When we come back, Chris the Analyst, Ventra, and your boy Speed the Spitting Statistician make you a little bit of Week 9 DFS cash. Come on right back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
down with the king. You know what it is. It's Dane Martinez right here on the Fantasy Freestyle Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, uh, Chris, check this out. We're going to do our DFS lineups real quick. We're going to be bringing in, hopefully, Chris the Analyst Ventra. But I got to tell you, I'm giving out one lineup, right? So when I think about single lineups, I go to FantasyFactor.com. Because instead of like playing against these people with algorithms and hundreds of lineups to try to have share of every single player, it's really, you know, it makes it less fun. You know, so I think you go on over to www.fantasyfactor.com. They got single entry tournaments, smaller tournaments, flatter prize pools. It's really great if you want to dip your toe in the DFS water. You know, and I think uh, you should also check this out because they're doing a $2, $200, excuse me, NBA free roll. So that's free to enter $200 contest over at fantasyfactor.com and if you want to you can pretty much enter this lineup that I'm about to give you because I think I've got the nuts this week I was tinkering with it all week you know after the Ajayi trade I had some Miami Dolphins in there then I was thinking about the Cowboys running back situation after the Zeke Elliott thing I had a lot of Deshaun Watson a lot of Houston Texans stacks at first then with that injury I changed it up a little bit I might be circling back so there's a lot of stuff to go on. There's some cheap wideouts as well, and we're going to get into it right now with my man Chris, the analyst Ventra. Hey, Chris, how you doing? We're going to get into uh, Week 9 DFS. We're going FanDuel lineups. You ready to go? How do you feel about your Week 9 lineup? I'm feeling good about it, actually. I like it this week. I like the week. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Listen, I'm a little bit upset about my quarterback pick, not because I don't like it. I thoroughly love it, but because I think he is now going to be the chalk after the Deshaun Watson injury. I've got Drew Brees at 8,300 as my quarterback. I think it's a great matchup with the Saints in the Dome. He underperformed a little bit last week, and he gets to face the 23rd-ranked pass defense. I think it's death taxes and Drew Brees in the Dome. He ironically went under 300 yards, did not score a touchdown last week, in the dome. I think he bounces back in a big way. I'm looking for 350 plus, maybe two or three touchdowns out of Breeze. Who do you got at quarterback? I'm going a little cheaper because you're right. I think that will be the chalk. He's going to be probably the most owned quarterback. So I'm going to go with Derek Carr. Okay. I'm going to bank on a great week two weeks ago. Last week, not so much, but I really think against this Miami pass defense, he can light up the scoreboard with him and Cooper and Crabtree. All right, fair enough. And let me ask you this. On Lineup Lock Live, our guy Tony Sincata, who absolutely gets it done, says that he's going to have a lot of lineups with Tom Savage in it, and I kind of am compelled to agree with him. Going up against this Indianapolis Colts defense, the defense in the past that we have faded every single week, he still has DeAndre Hopkins as Will, and Will Fuller as options in the passing game. Do you think it's crazy to punt quarterback with Tom Savage? You don't have to pray. You don't have to pay much at all for that play. I don't think it's. I mean, I don't think it's completely crazy, but it's hard to punt quarterback that low with a guy like Savage who hasn't played since the beginning of the year. Right. So I don't know if I do that, but you could pay up on everybody else, and you could end up having one of the highest scores. Yeah. Right. Because without that, with that, if you don't have to pay a quarterback, you could really pay up at a lot of other positions and get those studs. You know, stars and scrubs. Exactly. Yeah. 
All right, so let's look at our running back position right here. Uh, moving along for week nine of the DFS season. These are fan duel lineups. We had Drew Brees at 8,300. At running back, I'm going first with Kareem Hunt at 9,000. I like the matchup against Dallas. He hasn't gotten in the end zone since like week three, and he had his worst game of the season last week. I expect a bounce back. I want to, you know, I always like to, uh, you know, zig when other people are zagging. And uh, Dallas is, you know, in middle of the league, 16th against the rush, but I think that. You know, streak of no touchdowns gets broken. I like Kareem Hunt to get a big day from scrimmage. I like him at 9,000. And my other running back is Chris Thompson. Chris Thompson at 6,700. Listen, this uh, Washington offensive line has been killed. I don't believe in their big-time X-wide receivers like Josh Dotson and Terrell Pryor. We have word that Jamison Crowder is like questionable to doubtful. Jordan Reed is not in as well. The last man standing is going to be Chris Thompson, who has really emerged as Kirk Cousins, one of his favorite targets anyway. And also the Seattle Seahawks are going to be without Earl Thomas. Cam Chancellor is banged up. They tried to trade their other cornerback, I think, you know, with the safety matchup, Chris Thompson could be very interesting. So I have Kareem Hunt at 9,000 and Chris Thompson at 6,700. What do you think? Who do you got at running back? I like the Chris Thompson because, you you know, you're only paying 6,700 for him. Um, I, I'm going with Lamar Miller and Doug Mott. Okay. I'm going with Carries. I know that Houston, you know, without Watson, it might be a problem, but the Colts, are just bad all around defensively, and I think he's going to get a ton of touches this game. I know that might not always turn out for production for him, but I see him getting in the end of the game. I don't see Houston getting completely shut out, and I think Lamar Mills is your safest bet on this offense right now. And then Doug Martin, of course. I'm rolling with Doug Martin because of the carries as well, and I think the Saints' weakest part is against the rush, so I think you'll see Winston carry the ball a lot more in this game. They're going to look to win this division matchup. All right, fine. Dougie Martin, teach me how to Dougie. Could be an option in the run game against the Saints. Let's go to wide receiver, uh, Chris. I got, I'm got. i stacking Drew Brees with Michael Thomas. I got Michael Thomas at 7,600. He uh, has been under you know underperformed this year, to be quite honest. He hasn't gotten over 100 yards, but again, I like this matchup. I think that uh, the stack is viable. Drew Brees and Michael Thomas. I like Michael Thomas at 7,600. And then I have two wide receivers that I just think are priced way too low, Chris. Way too low. I have T.Y. Hilton at only 6,600. This is a guy who so far this season, earlier in the season, had a game of like 177 yards. You know, he's had games, you know, with 153 yards. That kind of potential to pop. I got to go with T.Y. Hilton at this price. It's way too cheap. And the Houston Texans are 22nd in the NFL against the pass. Jacoby Brissett has not been horrible. I get on a wide receiver one at 6,600. I'm doing... Doing that, I'm doing Michael Thomas, and my third wideout is Devin Funches this week at 6100. I like Devin Funches obviously with the trade of Kelvin Benjamin. I think Devin Funches continues to see a lot of opportunity. Atlanta's defense can be had, and let me tell you something. Look at these last I don't know six games. I go back eight targets, nine targets, eight targets, nine targets, ten targets, and he's not going to get less. If anything, he's going to get more. He's a red zone option now. Especially without Benjamin, I like Devin Funches at 6,100, T.Y. Hilton at 6,600, and Michael Thomas as my three wideouts. Thomas at 7,600, stacking with Breeze. What do you think about those, Chris? I love it. I'm with you on two out of the three. Really? I got Michael Thomas and Funches. Nice. 
punches is too cheap. He's 100. Yep. He's the number one wide receiver on the team. I mean, and he's a red zone threat as well. So how could you not go that way against the Falcons? And then uh, my only difference is Amari Cooper, so I'm going with the stack. You're with stacking him with Carr, right. I think they're going to light it up. Yeah, I think those two are going to light it up again like they did two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, I'm banking on that right there. All right, fair enough. Let's look at the tight end real quick. Chris, and I'm, I told you about the Seattle defense that banged up at safety this week. I also told you that the guy I like to call Mr. Glass, Jordan Reed, is also not playing for the Washington football team. Listen, I'm going Vernon Davis at tight end at 5,400. This is a guy who was viable even when Jordan Reed was playing. Now you take Reed out of the lineup. The safeties are banged up. Jamison Crowder also you know, doubtful with that hammy. I think that this sets up beautifully for Vernon Davis, and I like the price because people thought Jordan Reed was going to be playing. So instead, give me Vernon Davis at fifty four hundred. I think he's a back end tight end one, and I love the price. I, I think that's a great play, especially you know you paid up for Kareem Hunt, right? And you paid up for a couple other guys, so you know you had to go a little lower there. And it's not like it's a punt play; it's, it's a real good play actually because of the price. Uh, but for me, I, because my team is more balanced and I didn't really pay too much for anybody, I, I actually paid up the tight end. I'm getting Travis Kelsey here. Okay. Um, the last, you know, four games, 11 targets, 10 targets, 7 targets. Yeah. So, you know, he's obviously getting involved. He's the most consistent tight end besides Ertz. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to pay up for him against Dallas here, who I feel like that whole secondary is just, you know, susceptible to the pass overall. Yeah, absolutely. I I can't fault you with that. I can't fault you ever going with uh, Travis Kelsey as your tight end. Hey, Chris, when we go to defense real quick, I think there's a couple of interesting plays. I like what the Rams could do potentially against Eli Manning, but that's a road team. I'm going to spend up a little bit this week. Give me the team with the best record in football, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're facing Brock Osweiler under center. They get a pass rush. I think Brock Osweiler gets sacked a bunch. Ronald Darby comes back in their secondary, and the Eagles are rolling. The Denver Broncos look like a blunt, guts, trash offense to me, and now they're going to Brock Osweiler. I don't see it getting much better. I also like the non-conference road spot as a team to attack. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles at 5,200. I understand people like Jacksonville. I know people like the Rams. Where might you go this week at defense? I like the Eagles play, especially their home. Yep. Oswald's bound to throw through at least two picks. I would think so. Um, but I, I paid up I paid up the extra hundred for uh, the Jaguars D. Yeah. I feel like you can't go wrong there, especially against Cincinnati. Andy Dalton, we liked him last week. He didn't even do that great last week. And that that's one of the weeks he's supposed to go off. So against his Jaguars secondary, I could see at least a couple of picks, probably, you know, Good chance, if there's any chance for any defense to get a defensive touchdown, it's the Jaguars' defense. Quite possibly. They're going to get some sacks, and their cornerbacks have been outstanding so far this year. A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey. Chris, I wish you good luck on your Week 9 lineup. I think we just made the people some cash. Have a great weekend, all right, Chris? You too, bud. Have a good one. Thanks a lot. When we come back here on uh, Fantasy Freestyle, what we're going to do is open up the phone lines. If you want to get in and talk about Week 9 with your boy Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, call right now. The number to call is 844-843-6879. My man Chris Pavone is going to take good care of you. And I hope we got some people that are exclusively stats over beats in the cipher. I told you, I got uh, 
I was a little bit, uh, I felt some kind of way this morning. I'll tell you about it. I'll see what Chris Pavona thinks when we come back. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez. I got my man Chris Bavona, the manimal. And we got the phone lines open at 844-843-6879. I just went over my DFS lineup for week nine. I like it. I think we're going to win some cash. And also, let me tell you something. If you take that DFS lineup, you can go on over to DailyRoto.com slash DKMS, and you can get involved in the free DFS contest we're doing. If you win this week, you go to week 17. If you win that, you win tickets to the big game up there in Minnesota where Justin Timberlake is doing a halftime show. And uh, you also get to learn a lot more about how you could help with DKMS to help fight the uh, the fight against blood cancer. You could become a... Uh bone marrow donor you could really all you got to do is swab your cheeks you send it back they tell you if you're a match with someone you could really help save a life this way even if you're a you know uh, a loser at the dfs you're still a winner in life and also i got to tell you that the dkms uh big game contest is coming to the fantasy freestyle sometime soon i am very high all the time i tell everybody you know around the station i tell them how much i love the fantasy freestyle cypher that we doing our thing here we dropping stats over beats we got a good little thing going with the community and then i got to tell you bavone I filled in for my guys, uh, Mike Florio and Frank Stanfield on the Fantasy Best Friends Forever, 11 to 12 a.m. right here, uh, Eastern Time on the Fantasy Sports Network. It was a great time. Me and Greg Sussman, we did our thing. We talked even with the DKMS you know, uh, officers about the contest. It was a lot of fun. But I was... Chris, I was kind of taken aback when I heard some of our friends of the show, Dilly Dilly and whatnot, calling in on another show. Chris, how should I feel about this? Am I right to feel a little, some kind of way about this? I felt like I was getting cheated on. I mean, I guess if you really are that worried, you go out, you go out, you get Vernon Davis, get yourself a little VD, and get checked up. How's yeah, that? you got to get a checkup. I do like VD this week uh, against Seattle. But with that said, we go to the phone lines at eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine, and I. I I don't know how I feel, but we start with my guy Pete in Staten Island. Hey, Pete in Shaolin, uh, you are a friend of the show. This is the second time, though, I might be talking to you today. I saw you calling in a little bit earlier as well. Pete in Staten Island, how you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. You know what it is? Last night I tried to get through and, and I got cut off. I wanted to talk to you I because... Hear you. Um, Whatever, and uh, then I had the radio on. I heard the show, and I heard you were on. That's when I called back. Fair all enough. Right? It's so all otherwise, good. I wouldn't have called back. It's all, all good. Right. Anyway, what do we got for week nine? No. Well, let me tell you what. First off, I am the king. You know, Eddie Moose from the movie. Yeah. I am the Moose of quarterback. <laughs> the Moose. Josh McCown. This year, I lost. Tyrod Taylor. I lost. No, I lost. Uh, Bradford. Yep. Mariota, yep. Watson, yep. and Rodgers. That's a lot of I lost all four. 
All right? Now, this week, I picked up Jared Goff. So, for all you guys who have Goff, get rid of him tomorrow. You think you're the curse? <laughs> all right. You anyway. think you're the curse, Pete? I like Jared Goff this week, it's though, some... against the Giants, man. The Giants are without Jenkins. I think he's going to be able to do some work against them this week. Yeah, I had a trade at Duluth, unfortunately, which left me in a running back conundrum. Okay. Okay? So, now, at running back, all I got left is Booker, who I love. And I wish they'd start him already. Right. Doug Martin. Uh, and Doug Martin, that's it. That's all I got. They had Alfred Morris until this Ezekiel thing came right. up. I mean, so, so I I'm think Doug Martin is fine. I think Doug Martin is absolutely fine. I like Devontae Booker, too, but I just don't think they're going to give him the job just yet. I think you're like two or three weeks away from that. You know what I mean, Pete? So I think uh, you do need to do a little bit of something to help your running back situation. I like Doug Martin, but I think you're thin uh, elsewhere because I don't think Booker's ready just yet. So what are your options? What are we trying to do here? There, there really is nothing that, you know, I've been trying to trade these guys around animals, though, uh, you know, because they know, you know, the Sharks are yeah. there, you know, and uh, I've been making some offers. Uh, I offered, uh, oh, my God, uh, I don't even remember. Uh, you That's know, all right, Pete, do me out. a favor. Do me a favor. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, right, and show me a picture of the, like, running backs that are on your waiver wire or free agents, and I'll tell you if I like any of them better than Devontae Booker. You might have to go with it, and who knows? Booker could get in the end zone against Philly. You never know, all right, in the past game. That, that, yeah. It's possible, but it looks like you're stretched thin right now, so let's try and help you out, but I have to see what your options are, all right, Pete? So hit me on Twitter, at Spittin' Speeds, and we'll try and figure it out for you, okay? All right, babe. You have a good night. Sound good. You have a great week. I hope you still get a W. Let's go up next in the Fantasy Freestyle. Let's go to Aaron. Aaron's in Oklahoma where the wind comes crashing down the plane. Let's get it on, Aaron. You're in the uh, you're in the cypher here on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's good? Hey, what's going on, brother? Uh, drinking some beer. I was wondering. Uh, it's Friday, man. Wonder why you ain't got a beer in your hand. Oh, uh, because they tell me I can't do it on. They can't do it on screen. You know. So one of these times I'm gonna have to come in with like an opaque glass or something like that. But don't you worry. <laughs> I am good to go. It's five o'clock somewhere. And a wise friend of mine once said, "You can't drink all day if you don't start in the morning." So don't worry about me, Aaron. We'll be all right. How can we help you for week nine? All right, man, here's where I'm torn, and I'm going to throw some stats at you. Um, everybody thinks, okay, so I'm torn on my flex position. I'm I'm projected to lose big this week. Okay. Um, so I, I need a boomer bust yeah, guy. Yeah, you need the home I'm run thinking, swing. Or, yeah, I need the home run swing, and I'm torn between Devin Funches, and I'm torn between Deshaun Jackson. And the stats on this is New Orleans pass off or pass defense isn't as is, – isn't what everybody's chalking it up to be. They're ranking 17th, and mm-hmm. Atlanta's at 14th. And the issue with Funches is Desmond Trufant. He's, he's going to be on him. But the problem with Deshaun Jackson, he's not going to get that big play. I'm not worried about the cornerbacks from New Orleans. I'm worried about their safeties. I'm worried about Bell and Vaccaro. Yeah. So who, out of, out of those two, because they're so close. Fair you know enough. What I mean? Aaron, like, who, is this PPR or here? standard, man? 
This this is standard. Okay, so that makes it interesting, right? Because uh, in PPR, uh-huh. I would have loved Funches. I, you know, Deshaun Jackson has I that agree. chance, you know, to go like three, but for one twenty-five and a touchdown. Here's the thing: you said you're worried about the safeties, and you're looking in some stats. Go and look though at uh, Marshawn Lattimore, the rookie out of Ohio State for these Saints. He, he has been absolutely killing it as a rookie. The PFF has him graded, I think, at like ninety-four or something like that. I'm scared of Deshaun Jackson. My vote, honestly, Aaron, I'm going Devin Funches. I think he's the number one there right now. He's been getting a lot of targets lately. I understand your concern with Trufant, but listen, I know you need the boomer bust, and yes, Deshaun Jackson is, you know, as boomer bust as they come, but personally, I would go Funches this week, man, because I'm worried about Lattimore. I hear you with the Saints defense. They're only average. They're not amazing, but um, I worry about Lattimore potentially shutting him down a little bit, so I would go Funches, Aaron. All right. Hey, I always appreciate you taking my call, man. Anytime, anytime. Hopefully it works out for you. Let's go up next. We got, it looks like, Blake in Dallas. Hey, uh, Blake, you're uh, on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats. How can I help you for week nine? Hey, how's it going, Dane? What's going on, man? Um, so, I'm 6-2, but uh, um. I have a lineup question here. Sure. My wide receivers are T.Y. Hilton and uh, Devontae Parker this week, and then my flex is Kenyon Drake. And then uh, uh, I'm just looking at my bench here, and I'm wondering if you uh, think I should switch that up at all. And I have uh, Tevin Coleman, Jamison Crowder, Sterling Shepard, and Derrick Henry on the bench. Yeah, I like, Tev- I, like, I like Tevin Coleman this week. I like Tevin Coleman this week. I like him in place of Kenyon Drake. Okay, is this PPR standard, uh, Blake? Standard. Okay, I like I like I still like Coleman. I like Coleman this week. And you know why? Because go look if you're a Coleman owner, go look at what's going on with Devontae Freeman. Okay, there's a little bit of issues I think in the like back and forth with the coaches on some weirdness. Freeman hasn't been getting as much run as he has lately. I think I think Coleman is an interesting play. Listen, I don't know if I'm ready to ride with this Kenyon Drake right after the Ajayi uh, trade. I actually personally, I know it's standard you said, but I actually think Damian Williams also. Damian Williams has also vultured goal line carries in the past from Jay Ajayi even. So I don't know if Drake is going to be the goal line guy. I like Tevin. Coleman. I do think T.Y. Hilton is going to be okay this week. I think the hate has gone way too far on T.Y. Hilton. He's a wide receiver that you need to start. But I don't like Drake this week. I want to see how those roles shake out. Give me Tevin Coleman instead. Up next on the Fantasy Freestyle, we go to Kenny in Colorado. Hey, Kenny, you're dropping stats over beats with the Spitting Statistician. What's good? Good afternoon. How are you, man? I'm doing all right. It's still the afternoon out there in Colorado. It's the evening over here in New York, but I'm here, I'm here to help you out. I'm ahead of you, but it's all good. It's got to be almost 5 o'clock gotta, somewhere, right? you got to have happy hour soon, right? Yeah. All right, what's you going got on, it, man? Uh, I got a quarterback qu- sure. question. Um, I got let down by LaShawn McCoy last night pretty mm. bad. So um, I got – I'm in the pickle between – Jared Goff or Cam Newton? I like Jared. I need, him to hit, I need one of them to hit a home run. I like Jared Goff this week. I like Jared Goff this week. I think they're going to carve up the New York Giants. I think Gurley is a beast there, too. But I think they've been utilizing Gurley in the past game, and that goes back to Jared Goff. I also like that the New York football Giants are without their number one cornerback. Norris Jenkins has been suspended this week. I like Jared Goff this week. I honestly do. I'm going to bring it. Uh, my rankings up. I actually have Jared Goff inside, you know, ranked higher than you 
usual. I have them inside my top 15 this week. I like the matchup against the Giants. Give me Jared Goff, all right? Uh, hopefully that helps you get a W. Help me uh, holler back at me next week and let me know. Last call right now. We got Keith in Baltimore. Keith, we're up against the break, so do me a favor. Give me the players real quick. Get out your question real quick. And if I don't get to answer it right now, I'll answer it after the break. Keith in Baltimore, we're dropping stats over beats. What you got? All right, in my uh, PPR, I'm getting Jordy Nelson back, but I don't know if I trust him. So I have Bunches, Jones in Detroit, and uh, I have uh, Cooper and Sanu. So I need three of those guys. All right. Um, I like Sanu. You know I love Sanu. It's a new day. I think Sanu is definitely in. I, I put Funches definitely in. And then between the other three, it's very, very interesting. My mind says to go to Jordy Nelson because I think the talent is too good. I go Funches, Nelson, and Sanu. I've been fading Amari Cooper all season long. I can't stop now. When we come back, we switch over from the phone lines to the YouTube live stream. It's your boy Dane Martinez right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on right back. Fantasy Freestyle. I'm very excited about Tyrod Taylor moving forward. When you got a top five running back, when you're going to have Kelvin Benjamin as a prototypical X outside wide receiver, I really like Tyrod Taylor. He's a top 10 fantasy quarterback anyway. Doesn't turn the ball over much. Has running potential. A lot of people hit me up on Twitter and they're like, who should I target at quarterback? The answer for me moving forward is Tyrod Taylor. I think he is ascending. He's going to be a diamond in the rough. Weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Nobody keeps it as fresh and as clean as your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician. I also told you that was my nickname these days for Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, that combination down there in New Orleans. So fresh and so clean. Yo, we got time for a couple more callers. I know week nine has been real big. <clears throat> it's big in season long. A lot of changes. So I want to fit in as many as we can. Let's go quickly to Jake in Illinois. Jake, what's up? We up against the top of the hour. What's your question, baby? How can I help you? Yo, what's up, man? Uh, basically, I got a pretty interesting team. I went really running back heavy. I got Kareem Hunt. I got Leonard Fournette. I got Devontae Freeman. And I got Zeke. Great. Meaning meaning the rest of my team's a little lacking, you know what I mean? Um, feelings on a bye this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I do? I mean, you know, if you can, if you feel got, comfortable, if you feel comfortable, how about you uh, trade from a position of strength? You could trade Freeman uh, if you want because you still have those other studs, Fournette and Hunt. You could always do that. You can see and dangle Zeke around if you want. If there's anybody that has to win this, this week and doesn't worry about the cloud hanging over Zeke, you could dangle Zeke, man. You are okay at running back, yeah. so dangle Zeke for a wideout. I think you get a bite or two. And do I and do, so do I start uh you know do I start Will Fuller this week? No, no, I think Will Fuller is actually the guy who's hurt most by Deshaun Watson's uh, injury. I think that DeAndre Hopkins will still get his targets, but unfortunately, I think Will Fuller as the uh, down the field threat. I think that is what's hurt by a much more inaccurate quarterback and Tom Savage and a quarterback who can't extend the play as much. I think DeAndre Hopkins will still be a high end wideout two or a back end wideout one. I think Will Fuller, however, takes a big time drop. But thanks for the call. Last call this week on the fantasy freestyle. It's Anthony in Utah. Anthony out there in Utah, how can I help you? You want to talk wide receivers for this week, huh? Yeah. Um, I got good? three spots to fill. Okay. Uh, 
two wide receiver slots and a flex. All right, what you got? Um, thinking of five guys to do it. Got Devontae Parker, uh, Devontae Adams, Marvin Jones, uh, Sterling Shepard, and Ted Ginn Jr. All right. Uh, give me Sterling Shepard is his return. He's going to be the number one target for Eli Manning. Give me his Sterling Shepard. Give me Ted Ginn Jr. I mean, it sounds crazy, but Ted Ginn has been dependable this year, and I like the matchup against the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. So give me Ted Ginn as part of the last one. I think that's the toughest one. You know, I don't like Marvin Jones. Give me Devontae Parker in his return uh, for Miami against a susceptible Oakland defense. I go Shepard, Ginn, and Parker. I hope you get a W with those wideouts. We go to my man Danny O. Danny O's been monitoring the YouTube stream. Danny, it sounds it looks like we got time for one question. It looks like we got time for one question from the people. What are the people saying on the YouTube stream? And are they hitting like? Are they hitting like is my biggest question, Danny. I don't know if everybody's hitting like, but I do have one important question. Well, check. Are people hitting like? <laughs> I'm saying people got to like the spitting statistician. I'm, I'm doing. I'm grinding likes. hard. I'm, I'm grinding hard getting people what they need to win their leagues and win that cash. What are the people saying, Danny? All right. So this is coming from Smash, and the reason this one is important is because this one came with a please attached to it. Okay, okay. I like the, I like the uh, decency. Yeah, exactly. So uh, he says he's got uh, CJ Anderson or uh, Drake, Kenyon Drake. <sighs> Gotta start one. All right. Um, listen, CJ Anderson is now in a kind of growing committee. And that's a problem to me. And the Philadelphia Eagles are like number one in the NFL against the run. So I don't like CJ Anderson. I just told somebody else that I want to see how this Miami, uh, share timeshare kind of settles in but i do not like the denver running game this week i do not like the denver running game this week the philadelphia eagles are number one in the nfl against the run so against my better judgment i'm gonna say go with Kenyon drake because they're facing oakland which is the 27th ranked defense even though i'm not sure how that settles in but my answer is Kenyon drake i hope everybody gets a w i hope everybody wins that cash come check me out sunday morning lineup lock live and then i'll see you next monday Right back on the Fantasy Freestyle Hashtag dropping stats over beats Happy weekend, peace